Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And I'm back at the scene of crime. Welcome, everybody, to Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. It's Jim in the basement. I had to return to work today after Nashville, which was very hard because, like, I did not give a flying f because again remember i'm trying to cut out the f-bombs for everybody um i didn't care like i was still on vacation like i'm sure a lot of us were um god nash it was just yeah i'm still kind of buzzing off it it was just fun got to meet got to i didn't introduce and walk up and talk to a lot of people i come to realize like there's a lot of people that i knew from the internet that i think are rad as hell I didn't talk to him because I am a dork and I can be intimidated like that. But you know, whatever. Um, so if you ever, if you ever see me, I am a dork. You can remind me I'm a dork. Actually, I'm the coolest person I know. But that's whatever. Um, just come say hi. Like I can be very out- outgoing at times, but very introvert because I'm crazy like the rest of us who are into mopeds. Um, yeah I, I just for anybody who follows my um instagram or personal uh facebook account like you saw i'm making a little progress on my baker's bike a little i mounted my front ferry and i got a few other things up the old sleeve we'll see how that goes um but yeah we're making progress that's going great i did get to ride a little bit after work and i it's fun man i fucking i i rode my fast hobbit around and since i painted the headlight bucket this fall i never had Uh a name for that bike i had my phoenix bike which is my daily rider and then i just always called it my fast hobbit i think i'm calling it blacker because like jeff gordon had a car back in the day they called blacker because they painted it all black because they wanted to be fast like Dale Earnhardt. And all I see now is this black headlight bezel uh, or bucket. And I'm just like, dude, it's blacker now, so whatever. Um, Got out, ripped that. That thing is just, it's not Jake Kane fast, but it's fast enough for me because, like, that thing just wants to pull wheelies all the time. I love it. Um, But, yeah, we're, we're out here. We're starting to do the thing again. Moped season is happening in the Midwest, at least. Maybe we'll get one of those Thursday rides in. Um, It was great to see everybody again in Nashville. And we're just kind of getting back in the swing of things, getting back, reaching out to people, getting people on the podcast. And this person I saw a couple years ago when we did that Chad Burke building gather uh, via Skype or Zoom or whatever. I think it was Zoom. And I remember hearing like Thomas would always say it, uh, the this group on Moped Monday. So I'm just gonna let one of the members introduce himself right now. Uh, how's it going? My name's Matt. I'm the president of the Turbo Snails, and we are currently based out of Bakersfield, California. Right on. In the grand scheme of things, for people like myself who are, I can always get to where I need to go, but I never know where the hell anything is. Where is Bakerfield in the relative of California A? We are like an hour and a half north of Los Angeles. In the okay. Okay. So like five miles then because like traffic's so terrible? Uh, like 130. <laughs> what was that? Like 130. We're like the grape field being agricultural area. 
Okay, right on, right on. Um, so like, because I'm geographically dumb, how south are you of San Francisco, the Bay Area? Then, like five hours. I think like three hundred, four hundred miles. Okay, four hours. I'm yes. Just, Okay, so in the words of Mel, California is really big, dude. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I think before you're gonna hit the Oregon border from where we're at, you're looking at about nine and a half hours on the freeway. Oh wow, yeah, and that's that's easy. It's whatever. That's a day dude, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here on Matt, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journey. I the very first time they ever saw mopeds, to kind of the smile ride, middle part of the journey, and what it's like today. So, Matt, let me ask you this. What is your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but you can conceptually remember that is a moped. Uh, I think my first memory of a moped, it actually wasn't so long ago. I think it was probably like 2016, 2015. Like a lot of people I've now come to learn from listening to the podcasts, I was wanting to get into vintage Vespas. And then as you know, their vehicles, you know, that's car cost for those. And you're like, yeah, yeah. what else is there? That's like a two stroke 50 CC thing. And so then I like was online and I found mopeds, but they don't come up around here that often. Like, so I couldn't find one for a while and I got kind of jaded looking and i didn't know anything about moped army or like any of the scene that went along with it so it was just more like a curiosity of wanting to like dick around and have some cheap thing i could go on and so after a while i kind of just like gave up on that i guess i didn't give up i just kind of lost the interest for a while and then i ended up i was working on an organic farm um and a a vet but had come up in town that was like a really nicely tuned rally and so i ended up getting that rally and was riding scooters initially so i went like full circle already and just bypassed the moped entirely and went back to scooters. and then i had the scoot for a while or right? i had traded for a, a complete project bike like in and i'm talking like a solo cup project bike they had taken yeah. every um rod bearing out every bolt every cable. <laughs> there was not a single thing that could be connected that yeah. was still connected you know yeah and so i was like oh this will be cool like i'll get into this and then very quickly i realized like i have no mechanical background in any of this it's like a vintage two-stroke weird ass fucking bike in cans because they and, wanted to restore it i bought right. many restore projects Right, right. And I got it from the original Restore Project guy, which is why it was all in bins. You know, they had big ideas. And so I had that and I finally gave up on it. And then I found the rally. And so I bought this rally and I had that for a while and I was riding around. And I don't know what. What caused me to look again? I don't know if I got bored. And it was like February 2019. So like just before we went into COVID and did the whole lockdown shit, I was still on the farm and uh, a red free spirit popped up in town on offer up for like 300 bucks. And so I was like, okay, like that's solid. I've seen bikes way more than that. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's fine. I'm just going to get it. So I I talked to people down because I noticed it was missing like the, I think the cylinder was gone off of it. And so I got it for 200 bucks, got it home. They got it on a lean sale and they had put the wrong VIN number. So it's completely fucked in the DMV system and like unregisterable, registerable. 
Okay. And but I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm gonna build it. I don't care. I like built the uh, the uh, gaskets for the the cylinder in the head out of like PBR cans, and it's just <laughs> like. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you go back on the page, I think it's one of the earliest videos and it's so fucking loud. And yeah. so I was like, okay, it runs. I at least know it runs because I bought yeah, a jug yeah. off the internet and I got an exhaust pipe because I didn't even notice it didn't have the exhaust pipe. I was so fucking excited, right? Nice. You, know, yeah, you don't yeah. see all the shit. You're just like, here's a bike. I have it. Like I'm touching it in, in front of me. I'm taking it. I don't give a shit. And then you get home mm-hmm. and you're looking at it. You're like, oh, where's that? Oh, fuck. Where's the carburetor? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I got it running and I was like, had no exhaust. I was like going up and down the street. The little kids in the street were like crying. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hates you. So I was like, okay, it works. I put it away, ordered parts. I got it, tried to register it, couldn't. So I was like, fuck, man. And then COVID happens. So I can't get an inspection on it. I can't get into the DMV for anything. And I'm just like stuck with this fucking running bike that I can't ride. Mm-hmm. But there was that moment where, like, none of the cops would pull anyone over for anything. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, was, it was freedom, dude. It was great. Yeah. I was riding all over Minneapolis, St. Paul. Like, I could do, like, a trip that would take you, like, two hours, like, 45 minutes. It's no great. time. I was yeah. driving from one side of Bakersfield to the other. And people were on the freeway just doing insane speeds, right? I'd be doing, like, 95, 100 to work and being passed. And one day I was out there and this guy in a Japanese-plated Skyline R32 just rips past me doing like 140 on the freeway Jesus. and i was like you'll never see this again so yeah. i tried so hard to keep up with him just to look at the car more and just in and out of traffic no gone. i was like oh no you ain't catching so that shit right right you're just like you could just hear it see it in that moment you're like oh we'll never see that again this yeah. is like only during covid because everybody was doing like those speed poles across the country and mm-hmm. yeah so i got the red bike and then I couldn't get it registered, and so I was like, fuck this. I don't care. I'm buying another one. I don't give a shit. I'll buy anything right now. I don't care how much it costs. And yeah. uh, another free spirit came up at the coast like an hour and a half away. It had 140 miles on it, but it was like salt water, you know, yeah. surface rust everywhere, but it had the snowflake mags, and it still had the plastics on the gas tank, and like everything was there. It was just crusty, and I was like, oh, I fucking love it dude it looks like it came out of the apocalypse like the engine should be good because at least it hasn't been run a bunch over there so i went i think i told the guy he wanted 500 for it and i said listen if you will just not sell it to anyone i won't argue with you on the price wait till tomorrow i'll drive to the coast i'll pick it up from you we can do a distance drop off and he was super cool so he did and i got that home and then like that i think like i was excited when i had the red bike right but mm-hmm. I sent out the, the registration on the silver one. I ordered some parts for it, and and it came back, man. Like those those several weeks later, when you get that little Manila from the DMV with the license plate, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy fuck, it's cool!" No, dude, you're gonna hate it. you're gonna hate me because Minnesota, we don't get vanilla envelopes with the license plates. We walk out that day. Oh, yeah, dude. And honestly, no cop has ever fucked with me, and they probably should. Yeah, because you know I'm doing 45 in the fucking bike lane. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, you'd get fucked with hardcore here. Cars, and we don't have a big moped scene, so it's not like we have critical mass, you know, where you can like block cars. I'm just fucking flying down the street like a psychopath. I used to have like a fucking deer skull with antlers on the front fender. Nice. I would just go ripping through town, and it was a blast. And so they haven't really bothered me, which is why I'm thinking when we get more 
like if a group a bigger group going gets a bigger group ride it should be pretty mellow like we mm-hmm. we're starting to get more bike life shit so they're they're worried about wheelie gangs you know and quads on the street and they're not worried about like tweaker bikes and mopeds there's people riding go-karts down the road that aren't being bothered so we're mm-hmm. kind of like we have a, a bigger city vibe but it's a lot of agriculture and oil so people don't give too much of a shit about some of that stuff which is kind of nice but it's flat and straight for the most part you know okay um so i wouldn't the the hiccup about getting a bigger scene is cops fuck with you more like we got we got had some issues with uh Friday Night Ride in Nashville, which was now fucking that it's great. bigger. Oh, in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Like we yeah. It was funny. Like cop tried yelling at some of us, like it was just okay, okay. Then the cop took off. But it was like blah 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 blah. It was like and then he right, took it's like, okay, let's resume the shenanigans now. Fuck that. Pretty much pretty much. Yeah, it was yeah, but like so watch out, like a good a Bigger scenes cool, but then you gotta deal with bigger scene issues. Um, like so you get that you got that red bike and you're ripping around. With no problems, ride with a group and have problems. Totally yeah. worth it. Oh, it's true. It is. Uh, so <laughs> you uh, got that red maxi going, and you got that silver maxi a going. Spirit. A free spurt. Sorry. Um, what did you start? doing and how did you attract other people it sounds like you, how many people are in the turbo snails we don't have a lot of people we've got like so we're in a weird kind of liminal space currently uh last year me and my girlfriend faye she's our vp we moved to tennessee to help her parents settle out there and okay. get set up so we were like an hour and a half from nashville we were outside of lexington between memphis and nashville So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm closer to the scene than ever. Like, I'm going to start riding with people. I'm going to go to Nashville, hit up the daggers, all the things, right? And we get there, and I was being a fucking dumbass. And I'm like, we're living out kind of in the back area, so I could just rip up and down the fucking roads. And like, you know, I'm in Tennessee now. California, kid in Tennessee. I'm fucking drinking whiskey, cruising around (laughs) my fucking moped, having a good time. And we had some friends visit. So I hopped on my girlfriend's free spirit and the same one that's not registered doesn't fucking matter in Tennessee. Right. So yeah. I'm taking off to the front of the neighborhood to go meet them and I'm flying up there and I, I feel like the throttle's doing something kind of weird, but I just kind of ignored it. Yeah. And so I get up to the entrance and I'm like, fuck dude, nobody's here. I get a call. They're at the house. So I turn around, I take off home, but it's semi downhill the whole way. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of shitty road and it comes in and out of gravel and I'm flying down the last hill, and I start to turn. I let off the gas, and the throttle cable is frayed inside the the little neck into the car, and yep. it just stuck wide open in this corner. And I hit gravel and start sliding, and I'm braking, oh, yeah. man, and it caught traction at the last second. It threw me off the bike, and I'm like flying through there, and I just like tuck my head, and I had no helmet on. I was being dumbass. Tuck my head in, and I just landed straight on my shoulder. Okay. So this is like two days, three days after getting to Tennessee. I'm fucked up. And so yeah. I'm in a scene for like eight weeks. And the whole time I'm there, I can't even go ride with anybody. Oh. I can't wrench on my bikes. I'm just like sitting out in the country when I can't do shit. 
And then by the time I was getting better and we uh, were going to start riding with everybody, we had to come back and help with some family medical issues. So like my oh. father's here and we're taking care of him. So we had to come back and now all the bikes that were built for the club are sitting in the garage in Tennessee. Oh no. And we're in California right now. So we've, I've been collecting more. I got a, a Vespa Chow Deluxe. Nice. And then I got another red free spirit. Okay. And I, not a moped, but I snatched a Honda Cub the other day also. Yeah, dude, those are rad. Right. And so we're in this weird process where we have like me and Faye and we're president VP and we have our friend Lynette that's getting into it, but we're like building her bike as she gets into it, which is kind of cool. She's like catching yeah. the fever as she's more involved. So we're like getting these beaters and working on them. So nobody's even riding at the moment, which sucks. We're kind yeah. of just like stuck. Mm-hmm. But we found some bikes. Uh, the end of July, I'm going back out to Tennessee to help my mom move from Georgia to San Diego. So I'll be getting the rest of the peds. And then we're hoping we have like, we'll have six or seven running peds at that point. Nice, and then dude. We're hoping to plan some weekly rides and offer out three or four loners every week. And then dude, that's a great way. It sounds like a great plan how to attract people. Like, here, yeah, you want to try it out? Yeah. And it's like, people go, oh, well, I can't find them up because you buy them and I was like, correction, my guy. All I'm doing is like holding them for the future scene, right? Because if I don't <laughs> buy them and they sit there and then like somebody comes in from LA and buys them, now yeah. they're gone. We don't get that many. So I was like, I'm just holding them. And then if people show enough serious interest, I'll just yeah. sell them a bike cheap. Like I'd rather get more people riding than have seven bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you got seven bike problems. problems. Right. Uh, so we've got three three members no one's riding at the moment and we're in this weird rebuilding after collapse oh, yeah. stage dude i totally get it and it's awesome you're staying with it like is it you're not riding because of your shoulder right now or is no, it just because good. i'm just okay. getting these bikes running okay i have my vesta here so i am riding my vespa but i don't have any of the mopeds okay hey dude whatever like i don't hate on Vespas. Like I go riding with scooter clubs. Like I ride with my moped, but like, yeah, I'll, right. I'll, they, that gets some of them ruffled up, especially a DR with a Proma. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's funny, right? You know the distinguished gentleman's ride that they do every year for the men's health awareness. Yep. Okay, so they did that here in town, and I showed up on the silver uh, free spirit that I had, and they had like. The fucking deer horn and skull on the front and the lime green shocks and fuel line. It's all crusty. And I come blasting into that event and everyone's all distinguished and with their tweed vests. And I'm in this greasy fucking smelly hat with moped patches and shit. And I did the entire ride through town with these guys. And I'd be like blasting like 45 in the bike lane, cut across traffic, hit an off ramp with them, get back (laughs) in the Merging in and out. We had some like uh there's this circle in the middle of town called Darcy Circle, and it go there's an overpass, and then the circle goes underneath it and it splits off a whole bunch of different ways. And everyone, like all the homeless are camped up under there right now. And this mm-hmm. guy was like swinging at bikes and kicking at people when they went by. And so I just tucked in and I straightened him with the deer horns. Yeah. Like I was gonna nail him with it. He breaks down and falls off the curb and like so now I'm like known as the crazy guy on the fucking moped that showed up to the motorcycle ride and then like strafed people in the gutters. <laughs> so now we already have that kind of uh, reputation, I suppose. Dude, that's awesome. You showed up and did it. Like, I know 
Uh, my boys in QCB and Upjet, there they always do the distinguished gentleman ride. Way to get out there and do it, dude. That's rad. Like, way to oh, fuck up the homeless, you know, whatever. Moped riders, like, it was the only way I had to ride with any other bikes, really. Yeah. Because when I got into it, I built that first bike. It, uh, actually, it's a trip. That silver bike I got two years ago today, my phone just told me. So oh, wow. That's awesome, dude. Day two years ago. And from there, I think that's when the bug really hit me. Cause like, that was like right when COVID lockdown happened and like, I we're back here taking care of my father and he's in his seventies, not in great health. So we had no contact with people. We were on like full isolation yeah. until he was vaxxed and boosted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mopeds, dude, that's how I got through COVID is I was snatching up every fucking bike I could find. And then taking all my farming money and just going to treats and going to dose cycles and yeah, moped yeah. division. I'm like, what am I getting this fucking week? You know, I yeah. get home Fridays and I'd be like, here's a case of parts. I got a case of beer. I got moped podcast. I click on you or or uh, moped Monday podcast. I just turn yep. those on in the background, man, and like go to town. And that was super cool too. I was out on the farm. They had let go of everybody but me and like the boss of the thing. So I was working this organic farm with just one other person and we were on mm-hmm. the other side of the farm. So I'd have my little JBL clip speaker. Yep. I download all the podcasts onto my phone and I was hitting moped content heavy. 10 Dude, hours that makes me so happy. And I just like got so sucked in. Right. And I was hearing all the old stories and like, you know, fantasizing and making these association in my mind i was like oh this is gonna be you know you're just like kind of just diving into the scene but as like a late fly on the wall you know hearing all Mm -hmm. the old stories and getting super amped and like i try to get everybody you know everyone's like oh i'm gonna get a moped i'm gonna do that that looks fun and then you know how it is you got 100 friends they're gonna buy moped one of them might yeah yeah it's that's always the thing like i would like to get one and like i've heard that so many times like dude yeah whatever rock and roll and like i finally Mm -hmm. sold one to i i don't like selling things to friends in general because like i don't want the friend issues when when something breaks but like um i sold one to a coffee shop owner that i go to all the time like it took me so long to show him how to use the choke correctly and yeah, it was rough, but like he ended up figuring out and like he was a skater, which was annoying the hell out of me because like I'm like, OK, it's a hobbit. All you have to do is just push off really hard to cl- engage the starter shoes. And like he just I'm like, Matt, it's just like kicking off on your board, dude. Just push hard. Like watch push. me. Overcome yeah. The yep, exactly. And like he got it. And like he just that smile right, dude. He was fucking loving it. So like. Yeah, the smile. Right. Yeah. I and and the whole thing too, like I don't have anyone really like mechanically around me. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like did it all through Moped Army and listening to podcasts and fucking trying to get my specs on, you know, and you're sifting through all the bullshit trying to figure out like what actually is gonna help. And man, the first time you kick that bike over though, and mm-hmm. it just pops to life and you're like Oh, I feel like fucking Dr. Frankenstein. And then you're just like, that's it. You get that first hit and then you're out on the bike and you're like, you say, touching the sky, man. I, there yeah. been so many times it'd be like 1130, 12 o'clock. I finally get this thing running. I don't give a shit how fucking loud it is. I got, you know, like fucking circuit pipe on there. <laughs> blasting through the neighborhood. 
neighborhood, just like howling into the night. You know what I mean? Just screaming like, ah! just yep. like we fucking did it. Oh, it's yep. so good. I feel like that was the real hook, right? The first time you get one fired up from nothing. And I, I always buy trash bikes. I would rather buy this just fucked up bike and rebuild it. I don't yeah. want to just buy a bike and start it. There's no fun in it. The struggle is like what the drive is. Oh, dude. It, 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 it's so yeah. much more rewarding. Yeah, it is a I'll struggle. A from, you know? Yeah. I, like I tell people, I've broken... I can fix a Hobbit pretty quick these days now. I mean, unless it's something really wonky because I've broken everything there is to break on a Hobbit, whether it's electrical to reeds to just, yeah, I know. I So I feel halfway confident with Hobbits at least. But, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to is, like, the bikes I always get, like, they're trash, but, like, they it's – honestly 15 minutes 20 minutes and i can right. get them running like i had to drive up to like people yeah, are like, yeah. hasn't run in 45 years and you're like all right give me five minutes and, and like a fucking the last bike i got i used a, a piece of tubing i found on the ground a hand sanitizer bottle i cut the bottom off filled it with gas plugged it into the carb and yep. in 10 minutes like oh i know the timing on the e50 is this you know what i mean yep. the horn needs these fucking wires need to touch or it's not going to start and like I remember beating my head against the wall for fucking weeks the first time, months. Mm-hmm. And now you're like ten minutes fired up. You're like, oh yeah. look, it runs cool. Did you get into Travis tutorial that much? I didn't, dude. Like I, I the thing I, I like about time, Travis. I always tell myself, oh, I'm gonna go watch this, and it just slips my mind entirely. Like the way his just there's a grit to his stuff, and like it almost feels like half the time watching Travis's stuff. He's figuring it out as he's doing the video, which is also a really oh, rad thing. You. Like it's pretty cool. Um, and his pinball three synopsis of his team is so I've seen that so many times, and that drives me nuts. That I wasn't able to do uh, Baker's last year, and I'm getting I'm getting antsy because I I'm I'm pretty close to the finish line on a lot of stuff. Like, but I just got to get it done, and it's like I think. I've got it. Yeah, I, I'm hoping to have the bike fired up this weekend. We'll see. But like, it's. I mean, if I wanted to, I could probably ha- give me a few hours. But like, I'm doing everything else around the bike first, and then. Right. I mean, I've got everything. I've got the motor like case matched. I've got all my porting stuff done that I want to do, and it's just like really just a matter of, you know, torquing the head down, timing it, and putting it on the actual bike itself but you know whatever dude right um, dude, what's the what's the capacity on that gas tank five gallons fucking awesome i love yeah it. yeah people <laughs> give me shit i'm like okay that's cool like yeah it's a five gallon tank and i gas well i mean i'm not the only one like that because like the lslb boys have a five gallon tank as well like okay. <laughs> i was talking i was talking to mars like yeah those guys and like I just want to finish. That's my goal. I'm not gonna be as fast as those guys. I'm just gonna slow and steady, dude. I just want to make it to every checkpoint every day. Yeah. Um so when you say you do like when you go out for rides with you and your girlfriend or whatever, like like what's a long ride for you? Like and I'm not tr- when I ask these questions, I'm just curious because like I never I tell this to people all the time, especially in mopeds. 
I only compare myself to myself and I never judge my existence to others because then I'd drive right. myself nuts. So like I don't know long ride. I don't okay, so hmm. some people like to ride for twenty gone. minutes and that's but good. And like it really kind of depends, you know. Sometimes I'm just gonna like take off and head out to like butt fuck Egypt and just head out towards the hills. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like cruise downtown, stop at the coffee shop, grab a beer chill for a while cruise over to buddies you know what i mean i tend to like hop around but it depends i like long rides and i tend to get more long rides in with like the local scooter boys just because Mm -hmm. they're into that you know what i mean um but i'm hoping once i can get a few people a few more people on bikes yeah i think that that shared energy of getting out together will really drive that start doing a weekly ride plot it out you know what i mean because like I'm like you, man. I love to just get on that thing and fucking just rip as long as I can. Yep. And we've got some interesting spots around here. Like our topography is mainly flat, but then we have an area of town called the bluffs and it's just a sheer bluff. And that whole side of town is rolling hills and weird roads that were built before everything was gridded out. Mm -hmm. So we have some like long, straight orchard farm roads. We've got like, straight shot city roads and then we've got some cool winding uh like older neighborhood stuff but you know we don't have a lot of i mean we do have the river out here but it's hot as fuck here too man in the summer it might be 112 degrees yeah and you're just roasting you but know, it's a dry heat right I, i'm fucking with you yeah <laughs> i'm fucking dude 112 yeah, is 112 i don't care how you slice it dude that shit's hot like uh, yeah Dude, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, humidity sucks. Tennessee was the shit, dude. I love the humidity. I'll take that any fucking day. Because, yeah, it still sucks and it's hot. But at least your, like, nose isn't bleeding and your fucking, like, skin isn't dry and fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. I, My, I had a roommate, Tiffany. Uh, she'd always say, humidity is like summer just giving you a hug. I'm like, yeah. Dude, I, that I was out there to wake up early and work really hard for a while and then just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Well, like. It was it was fucking great, dude. I'm telling you, like it was 80 degrees that last weekend down in Nashville. Oh, was it? I hadn't felt 80 degrees in like six months, it was seven months possibly. It was. I think uh, it's supposed to be 96 at the end of the week here, or in three days or some shit. Dude, bring it on! I'd love it. And that's the funny thing you were talking about, like the guy not you learning how to use the choke on his bike. Yeah. And I was like, what What the fuck do we need the choke for? And I was like, oh, it gets cold. Yeah, I've never yeah. used the choke on bikes in dead fucking winter. <laughs> and this was like, some of the reasons why I need to use the choke, it was like 45, 50 degrees. Like, but right now with my bikes at the compression, they are like, for the most part, all I do is bump start them and they just fair, kick fair. right over. They're like, yeah, but you Plus know. You I. A, so you got a poke back there. Yeah, so I, I got that from Jared. I traded that for a hob it was a hobbit for pook from jared from the zeros and this is my black 83 i got from uh garrett and the castle roller sent me the ad like last year or Did something you just like get that this at the rally? no i've i've had i've had this for a year and a half now okay. Okay. and i got this one at the zero swap meet and yeah i've got too many uh-huh. i these are these are not um i'm not gonna do anything with these for a while and I know well, that. I that's why they're about the second you get a puck, you sell it. So I was wondering how long that one was going to last. I th- I'm holding on to this one just out of spite for uh, Hoarder Eric. I mean, you know, he was trying. 
ride it to his house and like wait. Oh, I ain't riding shit to Maine Kato. I'll bring it. Like he lives like basically an hour and a half away from me. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to go down there and show him roads. So you know, it's cool. You know, <laughs> I have to bust Eric's balls whenever I get a chance. Uh, but no, he's good enough shit some days. Um, but yeah, dude, like it sounds like you got something happening there. We're um, trying. Like, what what's your what's your twenty twenty two plans in general in mopeds? Like I and that's a I know there's some Grom squads out there, like Randy from the Heavy Peddlers. I think he's San Diego and like again, my right. geography sucks when it comes to, and I think it's like a four it's it's the same as Frisco, four, four and a half, five yeah. hours depending on traffic. But that's actually yeah. where my mom is gonna be moving. My grandma just moved there from Arizona. So we'll be having a reason to like move back and forth. It might actually make it a little easier, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know like and I I'm probably screwing up. I don't I think he's in Santa Barbara. It's all these damn sand cities like I believe Randy is like in a somewhere by LA and like there's a bunch of just cross valley air cooled is really huge. I know that. Um, but yeah, there's so there's a lot of LA gangs. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of stuff going on in San Francisco. You're just kind of that bridge right oh, now, dude. I got, a, I got a fun story for LA gangs. So <clears throat> I don't know if you know the band, uh, bridge city centers or Holy Locust or any of those guys, but uh, I ended up linking up and chatting with the guitarist for Bridge City because I had followed his project, King String Music. He does some cool shit. It's like, what does he describe as perfectly mediocre Americana folk music? In New <laughs> like, he knows some of the Smog Boys too. And nice. so he, he like messaged me because he was like, hey, are you writing a fucking moped in your picture? And then we were like, oh, yeah. He's like, I got a 92 Tomos. And we were like fucking talking mopeds forever, right? And they played a show in LA. So we cruised down there to see the show and we're sitting there and i was giving out fucking turbo snails buttons because like yeah. punk show there's like three fucking buttons obviously yeah, it's and so I was peanut butter and jelly and this dude walks up to me and he was like turbo snails i've heard of the turbo snails and i was like no shit I'm like taking it back you know like i was like he goes hey i'm chris bully woolly bullies and i was like oh yeah you know like holy fuck dude impromptu moped meeting and yeah, so yeah. michael from fucking bridge we're all talking about mopeds and then chris was there and like he's friends with michael's wife and it was just this weird impromptu and then we're talking mopeds and this guy from fucking the crowd goes mopeds are you talking about mopeds i got a free spirit man and then he comes over and says, so it's just like a weird thing we're at a fucking concert and like everyone's sitting there talking about mopeds and shit and moped clubs and like I don't that know, shit happens all the time Dude, that shit happens it, yeah, all know, the time in mopeds, and we all know so each cool. other. That's yeah, that's the thing so about like, it. It's nuts. Chris, like he's a cool dude, and we're trying to get some bikes going because we want to go down and ride with them. Like that, LA is probably our closest. They're about an hour and a half. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris and Hillary are awesome people. We got to spend a little time with them out in uh, Santa Fe. Uh, okay. she, yeah, yeah. yeah shout out goatheads love those kids um uh yeah dude like it's just such a weird small moped world once you really right. start getting into it right um when i describe it to people because they're like well why, why do i want a moped like what's cool about mopeds i was like fucking nothing and everything you know mopeds are the coolest thing in the world because they're fucking stupid and you don't have to take it serious and you can just dick around and you can break it and fix it 
And like, it's just fucking fun. You know, yeah. and in California, I'm like one time registration. There's mm-hmm. my selling point. It's 24 fucking dollars. How much is your car a year? 200. Oh, yeah, dude, that's nuts. Like Minnesota, we got, we get that like 15, $20 tax every year. It gets annoyed. Yeah. I'm sorry for yeah. yawning, but you know, that's what I do. I yawn or I'm, I yawn. Oh. Well, that's like the Vespa, you know, it's wild. The thing like in California, fucking scooter registration is like 170 bucks, man, for the fucking Vespa. That's stupid. Like, that's all I can say. People, the mopeds are one time registration. All of a sudden, they, they, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) What? Really? You can ride it anywhere in a bike lane? Yeah. And then you see the fucking (laughs) And I feel bad for you guys, dude, because even to this day, like, I know everybody's like, oh, the moped hordes are going to drive up, dry up. I mean, grand things have gotten kind of stupid, but in the Midwest, there's still like $200, $100 mopeds to be found. Like, it's how much work do you want to do to find the fucking moped, right? Yeah. I yeah. go on off rip every day, multiple yep. times. Yep. You know what I mean? I got the Vespa shop for 75 bucks. Dude, that's awesome. I got two Maxis for 425 for the pair. Yeah. You know, the most expensive one I paid for was that Silver Free Spirit Deluxe. And it was because, like, I want this right fucking now. I mm-hmm. saw the prices start creeping at the beginning of COVID when everyone wanted, like, dad and son projects. Yeah. So just hold it. I'll pick it up. I don't fucking care. Let's go. Yeah. And then after that, like, if you put it, that's what everyone's like, cool, well, I looked online, they're $1,200. I'm like, yeah, you got to look every day. And then when the one comes up, don't snatch it. Don't sleep on yeah. it. You got to go and put out some effort. Yeah, because that twelve hundred dollar one's gonna sit there for a while right. unless every fucking time you look. Yeah, unless it's something, and it's unless it's something actually done by a reputable builder, that and they're not generally advertising in Facebook Marketplace like right. that. So, right. yeah. yeah, that's everyone's like, oh, well, I want to get a ped, and I'll post up like the classifieds I see for a good price. Yeah, but nobody ever wants to do the footwork to actually get it. They're just like, oh, can you hand me a moped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's always that's always a fun tax. I'm like, oh, maybe someday, you know, whatever. And like, I had people all like sending me. I still have people sending me ads for black eighty threes. I'm like, I'm good, dude. Like, yeah. I actually that was half the reason why I sold that TX in Nashville because I got it, and then I sold it to Josh from to the Jelly Ranchers and like. Because he asked, and I'm not going to do anything with it for a couple of years. I know that for a fact. So I'm just like, all right, dude. You're like, if you're going to do something with it, you know, I don't know. That was pretty much it. I go, are you going to do something with it in the mm-hmm. year? Yeah. Okay, then we, we yeah, got a deal done. Like, that's why when everyone goes, oh, well, you have all the pets in town. I'm like, I don't, dude. But, like, look, if I've got the money, I'm going to snatch them up. And if you're serious about no beds, you'll come buy one. It's, it's yeah. They're not off the table. You just need to actually, like, I'm not going to sell it to you if I think you're going to put it in your garage and never fucking look at it again. <laughs> yeah. That, you know? I hate that. The thought of selling it to someone and having them just not write it and then not sell it back to me or sell it to someone else. Oh, that kill me. Yeah. It's like I rescued it. And then I sent it to its prison. Yeah. That's I, I can't, like I said, I can't compare myself to others. And like, it kills me right now. My chow, I didn't get that motor done. It kills me right now. My grand prix. I, I kind of start working on it. Then I realized I got to get my Baker spike done. So all right. progress stopped right. there. So Good like, yeah. yep. Yep. But no, dude, it was, uh, let, let me ask you your last question. Are you trying to make any West coast rallies or rides this summer? 
Yeah, I haven't like officially planned any out uh, yet because I didn't exactly know. Uh, my mom's partner just died of COVID a couple weeks ago. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. You know, I appreciate it. See, things happen. He had some health issues. He's an older guy and mm-hmm. just just wiped him out. Yep. Uh, so that's partially why I'm going to be able I'll be going back and helping my mom move all her stuff out here. So I hadn't really planned anything specific until I kind of knew all the dates of what mm-hmm. was going on. Uh, but now that I have those dates set, I'm going to look into it more. I, I do want to get to something. My goals like this year are to get all the bikes running, get the rest of the fleet back in town. So I have access to all the beds, uh, you know, try and get a couple people that care and are dedicated into it and want to hang out and wrench yeah. into the scene and to hit a rally. Like, yeah, I, like if I could nail all those things this year on top of all the shit that's gone, on, you know, it would be fucking really nice. And that would be like a really cool goal to hit and get out, meet some of the people face to face. And yeah, no, dude, that sounds like a great goal to have. It sounds like you got some priorities straight too. I mean, yeah, good on you. Um, I, I like, I like where you're going with it. And it sounds like you got a positive vibe with everything. Um, I think. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm going to make the West Coast this summer. Like, I, I just, the way things are stacking up, like, I will, well, that's a lie. I will at the end of Baker's. So I'm sure that's limiting some of the people's ability to hit as many rallies as they want. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I, I will be there. I'll be in Oregon for the, at the end of Baker's. So I lie about that. Um, oh, true. Are they doing anything at the end of Baker's in Oregon? I have no idea. I need to check that um, Discord chat. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's what I got. I know a start point, end point, and each day where we're right. going, that's about it. Um, when does that start, the Bakers? June 20. Let me get the dates right now as we speak about this. I should know. I am taking off for it, and I think June 23rd is the dates when it is. Let me. Uh, my phone's being dumb right now. We'll say June 23rd. It t- starts off in West Plattsburgh, Nebraska, I want to say. Everybody's going to hate me because I have my dates screwed up. But, dude, it's, you know what? It leaves on a Friday, okay? At the end of June, and it's going to end on the 3rd of July. So, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I got my chase team, my buddy Colby, and um, Cassie Scout. Yeah, uh, she's... Andy's from the Zero's little sister. Oh, funny, funny kid. Like, it's going to be awesome adventure to have uh, one of the Zero's with because they're always a good time. Um, yeah, I, Sarah, Andy's wife, made me feel really good um, at the Dagger's Rally. Like, she's just such an awesome person. All those, all those folks are like, that was, I, yeah. Um, Dude, that's I, one of the great things about the Mopeda community. Like, I've yet to have a bad interaction with anyone. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, until you meet me, then I'll stick my foot in my mouth at some point. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> um, right on, right, on, my guy. I'm gonna. Th- I think we're gonna be wrapping it up here. I can't right. thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. Um, don't forget, everybody, like, listen, subscribe, or everywhere, and we are nowhere. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell people where we can find you at? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram at the Turbo Snails. That's about it. 
All right, right on. Keep posting, keep doing it, and don't forget, my guy, mopeds are dumb. Mm, we froze. Ah, uh, you froze, but I'm good. But so computers are dumb, and mopeds are dumb. See mopeds ya. are. Dumb. <laughs> right, on, my guy. Bye. Have a good one.